Hello, my guy, Scott Bag. How are we doing today? It's not funny. It's not laughing. It's not, it's not funny. I've got school. I've got school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. No, 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 it's not funny. <laughs> um, dude, I love English people. They crack me up. You ever see, have know. you seen um, the Liverpool kid? He's like a, like a big Liverpool fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clay and I are actually watching that interview he has where he just like. The one, he has, he has the one at night. You know yeah. what I mean? And he's like, um, if your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle, but she doesn't, so she's not. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Uh, dude, it's, he's he's funny as shit. Um, I saw another, like, a sit-down thing. I was like, him and this, and, uh, this um, Man United fan, and they were talking about center backs and stuff, and he's like, seriously, like, how, like do you think Harry Maguire is, like, any good, blah, 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 and then the, this kid's like, Joe Matip's better than Harry Maguire. And then they just like got into it. Um, it was funny, dude. That kid's funny. Their accent makes it so much better. Yeah, dude. yeah it always does. Um, serious? I'm serious. Have you seen? Um, there's like those that was like three or four like black friends from uh, the UK, and they're always posting videos. They're funny as shit. No, I, I might have seen them on TikTok, but I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can send you some, dude. They they crack me the fuck up. They, there's this one episode and they're talking about the bunda and I guess it's just like that's like another word for like or that's like the English word for like it's like banked um, yeah. and bunda. it's bunda and uh, I don't know they're funny dude they're always doing like funny shit like they'll do like they'll ask each other questions and the other people have to try to answer like real quick like they'll do like name me a country that starts with N and then like they'll name the one dude will name one and the other one will say something like completely ridiculous and they just rag on each other. They're just friends having fun, but they have English accents, so it's funny. Oh, dude, I wish we had English accents. I bet our podcast would have more listeners. Probably. I got I'm, gonna I'm gonna listen to these nights. You think we should do the whole thing with an English accent? No, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you decided that one pretty quickly. Yeah. Um before we get into this, I was actually I was so I'm drinking this beer. It's called Alternate Reality. It's a golden stout. It's from uh, Red, White, and Brew, which is where we tried to after we got that pizza, but they were closed. Yeah. So, first of all, it's a pretty dope can, right? It's got like, this old school mm. record player drawn on it. And then I see here it says Alt 1045. And I'm like, oh, that's like, the, that's Philly's like alternate rock. Um, so I'm looking at it and it's, you know, 6.5% uh, brewed there. And it was brewed for the 1045 2021 brewery tour. Mm. Dude, it's good. I like this beer a lot. Um, I was golden drinking these. Stout, when... You said, yeah, this is the second golden stout in like recent time that I've really liked. Um, you and I tried that one before you yacked. Oh yeah. Um, I don't think it was this. It was a different one. Um, and then I had this one after that. Yeah, it did. But they're I don't know, dude. They're tasty, but like they're kind of heavy. But like they're like desserty. They're not real like. They don't taste like other stouts because they're golden, you know. Well, that sounds fucking bomb, dude. There's uh there's this one draft beer in Wilmington. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's called Cole's Crush. Mm-mm. And it tastes like fruity pebbles, dude. Like Ooh. you'd think you're getting like an orange cream school flavor, but it yeah. it literally tastes like uh like a fruity pebbles mixed with like berries. Okay. And it's so fucking good, dude. I get it every time we go out. We went to uh this place called fork and cork or cork and fork and they were on that diners drive-ins and dash or whatever it's called okay 
I, whatever. I want to go there. The when I come visit, dude, let's it was go there. So it was so fucking good. Dude. I'm gonna get a, a fork on cork Maz jersey jersey to wear to fork and fork and cork. For right. Fork on cork mods with my fork, fork and cork. <laughs> fork and cork on for, in fork and cork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but, um, did you see the video I posted on my Snapchat of her fucking chicken sandwich? Chicken sandwich? Nah. He got a uh, Nashville's hot chicken sandwich, like as her meal. And dude, I shit you not, the thing was like, it was like this fucking big. Dude, it was like Bye. this tall, like this wide around. It was the biggest sandwich Bye. I've ever seen in my life. I literally whipped my phone out and took a video of it. And I was like, dude, the sandwich is bigger than Maggie's head. That's bomb.com. Yeah. Did I have any good food recently? We had uh we had some good food at the lodge. Um we got wings that were decent. Um, we got oh, I got a cheesesteak that slapped. But the next day we went to a diner and the diner was banging, dude. Lex got French toast uh. and it was one piece of French toast. But it wasn't like the, it wasn't like regular bread. It was like a huge piece of Italian bread. It was the size of a fucking football, um, and it was like it was thick. The crust looked good. I was like, dude, it, like that piece of bread alone would have been good. And then they turned it into French toast. Um, I got a Western omelet, and it came with hash browns. And I was like, cool. Um, and the waitress is like, I just want to let you know, like before it comes out, like the potatoes, like the hash browns are in the omelet. She's like, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, dude. Fire sounds, me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it slapped. Um, that diner was. That really sounds good. actually really good, dude. Yeah, it was bomb. I um, eat there I again. Think, I think I was telling you maybe last episode or recently. I don't know if it was on a podcast, but I got this breakfast bowl from this place called Johnny D's. I tell you about this. Mm-hmm, how it's like mm-hmm. the. Oh my dude! I wake up every day and think about that. Think shit. about it. It's been the best breakfast I've ever had. And I'm not my, even a breakfast guy. My breakfast today was egg whites and spinach, but I put Tabasco sauce on it and like way too much Tabasco sauce. So I had to let the eggs cool down so that I didn't have you hot Tabasco sauce off. plus <laughs> hot eggs. I need cold eggs and hot Tabasco sauce. <laughs> yeah, kind of balance it out. Uh, all right, let's jump into this here, Doc. Uh, yes, sir. Um, first on tap, we'll hit up our <laughs> soccer guys. Um, Premier League action. We had match day 25 this past weekend. Chelsea and Arsenal got postponed. I don't know what that's about. Um, I saw that on Twitter. But they got postponed, and then City won. They played Norwich or something like that. Um, Man U and Southampton drew. Liverpool won one nothing. Wolves beat Tottenham. Um, Leicester drew. So City is still nine points ahead of Liverpool. But Liverpool have a game in hand. They've played one less. Um, so I think that, I mean, Liverpool are hot, dude. Like, they're they're a good team. They're, like, coming into form. Um, kind of scary. They You know, they're doing well in Champions League, too. Yeah. But then behind Liverpool is Chelsea. They are seven points behind Liverpool. Same amount of games played. And then Man U oh, seven points behind Liverpool, not yeah, not City. Yeah, they are. I don't know a bunch of points, sixteen behind City. Damn, so it's not really a close race. Man United are in fourth. They have four points less than Chelsea, twenty less than Man City, and they had the same games played as Man City. Damn, and then it's West Ham, and then Arsenal. So Arsenal have thirty nine points. But they have two. They have three games less than 
Man United and West Ham. And Man United have 43. So they're only four points behind Man United with with the three games. With three games in hand. So like them jumping into a Champions League spot's definitely possible. Yeah, dude. I would say more so possible than not, honestly. Yeah, they can that's definitely a, do a, it. That's a good chunk of games to gain some ground. Yeah. You can gain ground and some with that. Yeah. Tottenham also only have 22 play. They have 39 points. Um, I think a few games are going to get made up pretty soon, though. Yeah. Um, this, I think this Saturday we have a full slate of games. And then next week there are four makeup games for teams that um, are like, you know, not a game ahead. So Liverpool, they play next Wednesday. They play Leeds United. That's their makeup game. And then they'll be even with Man City on games played. And then we'll have a better look at, at where we stand or really come down to the home stretch here. Yeah. Because I mean, by that point, we'll scenario, have 26 played. Right. I was going to say worst case scenario is Liverpool's six points back. Yeah. Which is still a pretty, pretty solid lead, especially when you have the same amount of games played. Well, we also there's also going to be a whole match day this week. So it's possible that we lose this week. Oh, true. Liverpool win. Worst case scenario, we're only three point lead. Yeah. Um, we got Tottenham. This weekend. They're kind of shit in the bed, aren't they? Yeah, but you never know. Yeah, I bet you Son scores a fucking part. goal. He always scores against Man City. I love Son, and he always scores against me. Yeah. I don't think it's very fair. I'm one of his biggest fans, and he me always too, scores like against, against my team. That's just fucked. Maybe he's trying to convert you. It's never going to happen because Tottenham <laughs> is fucked. Mm-hmm. Tottenham are fucked. I don't know. Tottenham is also Tottenham. Yeah. So I'm good. I'm good, love. Enjoy. Um, but into the champions. The champions. Fuck. I just spilled my green beer on my white shirt. Oh, uh, the way to go, dickhead. That's what you get for drinking and potting. Idiot boy in a white a, shirt. As, as he takes a sip. Whatever. It's delicious. Um, it's delicious. Champions League are back. Round of 16 knockout. Man City just became the first Champions League team ever to win five straight away games in the knockout rounds. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool stat. Um, first team ever. It's always yeah. big. Yeah. Um, that's like an interesting one because like it doesn't really matter because you play two legs. You know what I mean? Right. It's like <laughs> they probably fumbled the bag at home. But right. it's still cool, um, especially because, like, when you think about the champions, like, I like that's, you know, Real Madrid last year, PSG, like, those are away games that we went and won, not even draw, like, we won those games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, dude, the away atmosphere in Champions League game is much more different than most sports. Yeah, yeah. I would love – I would love to – I would love to live in England for, like, four or five years and just be, like, a diehard City fan like I am a Birds fan, but, like, go travel to a UCL away, you know, knockout. Like, yeah, that would be fucking awesome. That uh, would be so much fun, dude. Yeah. I want to – I sh- so I sent you and Lex. I think I shared – or, no, I only shared it with um, Lex, but I found <clears> – <throat> I knew that there was, like, a Man City, New Jersey Twitter page, like – so I, I looked up MCFC Philly or just Man City Philly, I think. And I found this Twitter account. And they all go to this one Irish pub in Philly, like, for every match day. 
And so I, I went to the Irish pub page because it's like a real funky name. It was like Ternanog, like T-I-R-N-A-N-O-G. All three, like three words. Oh, dude, Ternanog? Yeah. Um, but they're like, oh, yeah, we're like a soccer like pub. Like we like always have all the games on. We open for the first EPL game on Saturdays and Sundays, blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That sounds like a lot of fun, dude. Yeah. Especially if it's like you're with your like fans dude, of your team. If if so, if there's an Arsenal game left on the schedule, I'm making plans with Wig to go there for Man City yeah. Arsenal. Oh, that'd be that'd be mad fun. How far is it from you? You said it's it can't Philly, be right? too far. It's no, it's um, no, nah, it can't be too far. That's tight. It's sixteen hundred, I think Arch or Archie Street or something like that. Something with an A. I I don't think it's too far from like I think it's maybe in Center City, like on the outskirts. That would be tight. It'd be tough to get there for like a seven a.m. game time, but. Well, I mean, it'd be easy because we. I mean, probably more than likely, we just take the Patco. I know. I was just saying from a point of getting up and getting there. Super yeah. fucking early. Yeah. Yeah. On a Sunday, um, probably been drinking the night before. Yeah, but hopefully I can find like City Arsenal, and it'll be like, <clears throat> it'll be uh, like not a fucking early game. It'll give them a twelve thirty because maybe it's a little yeah, it's prime time. Exactly, that's kind of what I'm looking for here. Let me see when's Man City's next game against Arsenal. They don't have any. They've already played Arsenal twice, uh, I guess. <clears throat> Who do they have? All right, so Tottenham, Everton, Man U. Crystal Palace, Brighton, Burnley, Liverpool, Wolves, Watford, Leeds, Newcastle, West Ham, and Aston Villa. None of my friends are fans of those people. No. Um, I have Wig, who's an Arsenal fan, and I have Owen, who's a Chelsea fan. But maybe I'll see if Wig wants to go for, like, Man City, Liverpool. That's a 10 a.m. No, I don't want to go that weekend. I want to fix my house. Maybe March 6th. They play Man U. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, just any, like, the bigger games. Yeah. Uh, probably way more fun, like, atmosphere-wise, too. Yeah. We'll see. I have to check the schedule. But I want to get there. It looks like a – I mean, it sounds like a pretty cool place. Maybe they'll sponsor us. Hey, we'll That'd talk be about dope. Shit. Hey, yeah, we were fucking telling everybody about you guys and telling them to go. Oh, really? How many listeners in the Philadelphia area do you have? Two. Kenny and Lex. Two. Two. One of them's the host. <laughs> one's the host. The other one's the other one's his girlfriend. <laughs> but we're here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we're here. We're in your fucking bar, spending my money here. I'm sponsoring you. Yeah. No, you. No, you're just coming here and mentioning us on your podcast. There's, there's no sponsorship going on. Like I'm, I'm giving you food and drink. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm tipping, right? You're giving me a few extra fries. I noticed. <laughs> Um, so this week in the Champions League, City go to Lisbon. They beat Sporting 5-0. wasn't very close. It was over before it started. Um, take care of business at home in a couple weeks, and we'll be getting out of here. Mm-hmm. Real Madrid go to Paris. They lose one nothing on some Mbappe magic inside the box, dude. Did you see um, the angle that I sent you on Instagram? Of Mbappe's? Yeah. I saw the one. I don't know if I, it was from you, but I saw a video of him of, like, kind of behind the net. No, the, the angle that I sent was um, behind him, so, like, from the sideline. 
Um, and I just like, you just watch him like dice up the two defenders and tuck it away. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty fucking nice. See, it hurts more because he's going to be our player in three months. I know. I know. So I saw, I'm like, dude, really? I saw a funny meme about like, it was like, you know, the, the caption was something about like Medridistas, like when Mbappe scores for them. And then it was like two different phases when it's like all bummed because it's like the knockout. But then you're like, ah, but he's going to be with us. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I love seeing that. But like, and apparently you're getting yeah. fucking Holland too. <laughs> no, I know. I saw reports of that dude that they're they're gonna pursue him. Juve and Barca are fucked financially right now, so there's yeah. not really. Well, he should go to Man City. Nah, fuck that noise. We're spending money. We got like Julian Al- Alvarez. He's supposed to be a stud, um, but he's only ever played in like Argentina or Brazilian league. So it's like, you know, Taking why would you not want to get fucking Holland? Who's been killing he it at a very high level yeah. for a long time, or not for a long time, for the past two years, and he's still mm-hmm. so young. And yeah. dude, yeah, I saw people on Twitter when we signed that Alvarez kid. We're like, oh, he's the next Aguero. He's gonna be him. like, okay, Aguero like came to the Premier League and literally broke every scoring record for a striker. Historic, so. dude. Yeah. Um, that's that's not holding to that level. Like, and also like people were just saying how excited they were about the sign. Like, dude, he has played approximately zero minutes in a Manchester City uniform, so. Yeah, how are you going to judge? You know nobody, like, has actually seen film of him before that signing. And he's only ever played in fucking – it's either Argentina – I think it's Argentina. Um, So it's like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, I hope, he, I hope he can be great, but we'll see. I mean, hey, that's how Neymar was when he was playing for uh, yeah, Brazilian Yeah, yeah, like, you, dude, you got to start somewhere, right? But right. – um, you know, I'm not ready to fucking give this kid the world because he's not I mean, Neymar. You've never heard yeah. of him before, right? Like we no, all heard, heard of Neymar him before, before he we went all to Barca. Neymar was, yeah, right. So that's true. There's a uh, Neymar documentary on Netflix. I watched the first episode. I saw about it's really that. Good. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna watch more of it eventually when I'm uh, all caught up on my other shit. How long are the episodes? An hour. How many? Ten. I don't think there's that many. I didn't look. That's a lot. Yeah, probably like four or five, if I had to guess. There's a lot of shit that I want to watch. I just got to find the, first, the time. The first episode doesn't even start. Like, it's not how you would think. It starts with him on PSG. Like, it doesn't show. It doesn't start like his early life and go on. It just starts like. How many episodes right have you watched? Now. Just the one. I fell asleep like towards mm. the end, but I watched most of it. Mm. All right. Me and Lex uh, finished the session. We, I think we talked about this on the last pod. Um yeah. So kind of looking for something new and, you know, for us to watch together. Um, she has time at work and stuff to, like, watch other stuff. But I think I want to watch, you know, I kind of want to start. I, I tried to start Peaky Blinders multiple times. Yeah. And I both times I, like, watched one episode and then just, like, I didn't have time, right? But, like, if that's – I try to find time for me and Lex, like, sit down and, like, watch our show. Like, like when we were trying to watch the session, I was like, all right, like, we'll watch a couple episodes – this night, a couple episodes. This night, like, I'll find time for us to sit down and, like, do it. Like, even when I am busy, like, this time of year. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, I'm like, Peaky Blinders, like, I would like to do. Or Narcos, I would like to do because I haven't seen that. Um, but then you said Book of Boba Fett, which I would also like to do. This Neymar documentary. I want to watch Man in the Arena, which is the the Tom Brady the Tom joint Brady that just thing. came out on ESPN+. Plus, yeah. Or I guess then just kind of been coming too. out. Um, um, I've been meaning to watch that for a while. I just 
I haven't, like you said, haven't found the time for it. Yeah, I'm so just, now like, I'm like up in so much other shit. All right, what am I gonna start next? Um, if I could recommend, Peaky Blinders is a must. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Really? Um, yeah, dude, I fucking love it. I I was kind of the same way you were. It took me a few times to like start it, but um, once you get like two episodes in, three episodes deep, dude, you're gonna be hooked. That was one of the. That was one show where I would just fucking. All right, we're laying down at night. I'm gonna put an episode on and fall asleep, and then end up watching five episodes straight until three a.m. Because I was just like, dude, this is so good. Yeah. Um, that obviously Boba Fett. Um, never seen Narcos, but I've I I would like I would enjoy that show. Have you ever watched uh, Breaking Bad? Nah. Oh, dude, you gotta watch that shit. That's like my favorite show of all time, outside of like Rick and Morty type stuff. I haven't seen um. The other one that's that was pretty popular that reminds me of that. Oh, Prison Break. I haven't seen that one, but I've heard good things about that. Yeah, that show is really good. It might be a little dated now because it's from like 2007, but so is Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah, but there's like there's like 13 seasons of Breaking Bad. Damn. Each episode's like 45 minutes. All right, so maybe I'm just gonna say fuck Breaking Bad because there's too many too many episodes. I mean, I've never finished it. Like all the way through, but I know what happens in the end. That's true. That's true. All right, maybe I'll see if Lex wants to do Peaky Blinders because that's kind of one that I'm a little bit interested in. Peaky Blinders is really good. It'll keep you hooked. And there's only like four, I think the fourth season is out now. Yeah, something like that. It is relatively new, and I think they're probably going to keep coming out. Actually, yeah. I don't think season four has come out yet. I think it's coming out. On its way, yeah. Um, but it's coming pretty soon, I think. Yeah, that show is fucking amazing. All right, so maybe maybe we'll get to that. Okay, um, so back to the Champions League. After that Real Madrid game, um, Salzburg, Red Bull Salzburg goes to Bayern, and they drew 1-1. They drew? I yeah. thought they lost 2-1. No, they drew 1-1. Oh, nice. I love Kingsley that. Kingsley Komen scored late, dude. I mean... They Byron was fucking pressing them the whole game. Yeah. Um, it was just a matter of time. I was watching a little bit of that. But hey, Brendan Aronson got an assist and I put some money on it. Um let's go. I was like, like 25 bucks, right? No, no, no. I didn't win shit. I won 12, 12 50. Uh, I bet two fifty. Oh, uh, I thought you put five because I've been I've been betting a little bit more responsibly now and I've been doing units, and right now my units are at ten dollars. Cause I'm not very confident, so I believe my units are ten dollars, and those I usually bet units and half units, right? Um, but I was like, Brendan Aronson assists, uh, probably not very likely. I'll do a quarter unit. Believe that, I won twelve fifty, so I won you know a unit at least. Yeah. Um, dope. and then I won some. I, I overall I was up yesterday. My in my hey, bets. Dude, if you're even up one dollar, I'm fucking. I'm, that's a day for me. That's what I'm saying. You just go in here. I just throw some money here. Throw some money there. Not a lot. Wake up. Twenty bucks richer. Hopefully. Right. On a good day. That um, shit needs to be federally legal, dude. It's like the underdog shit is fun, but like I like the like parlaying stuff with more props, like alternate lines yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And like I like underdog more for baseball, just because I'm more knowledgeable about it. And you, they have, like, the over-under on strikeouts and, like, total bases for most people. So, it's, like, Garrett Cole line for strikeouts is usually seven, which 
he hits pretty consistently, like every pretty much every start. And then especially if he's playing like the Orioles, like I'm gonna hammer that shit, and then I can just put in like and they do bases, so they don't do that's the one thing that sucks is they're like, all right, judges total bases is one and a half. So like if he hits a double, but he gets the second on like a fielder's choice or some shit, like they don't count that. So right, right, right. Because well, that's because in the scorecard it would go down as a single. Right. But it's they should do total bases in you know like like let's say if you know when like you're doing the fucking scorebook by hand yeah, and, you and you get the first like and then you get the second and then you like you yeah. like and you get the third and then you'll leave it there like you don't close it and scribble it in. They right. should do they should that's how they should count bases. I know that's and they make it sound like that's how it is, but it's not. So like the first time I did it, I was like, oh, total bases, like this is probably just gonna be like, you know, if he hits two home runs, he's gonna go around eight bases. But no, it was like a single. So you basically need a two hit night to get oh, hit the over on one and a half. Really? Yeah. But it's, so and a it's double like, wouldn't be a base. Well, it would, but like the chances or two of bases. A double would be two bases. Right, right, but right. Like, but like, if you if I take the over on Aaron Judge one and a half, or sometimes it's had two. It's pretty much all right, is Judge going to hit a home run or is he going to go like two for three with two singles? Right. So you never, you never right, really right, know. You right. can't like gauge. It's harder to gauge, but I like the strikeout line that they do. Um, that one's usually pretty easy to predict. Okay. But like I was saying, other than that, dude, like it's all you, all I can bet on. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, now honestly, for the most part, great. that's like all I bet on right now. I mean, for basketball, I'd imagine they have point lines, right? Or right. you haven't really looked. No, they I mean, do points um, for players. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. They have most of the NBA props. Um, but you can't do like so. Like, dude, if I made so every pick on underdog pretty much has the same odds. If I made four picks, it's all gonna come out, and they all hit. It's all gonna come out to like the same. If I made four picks of like someone else, like a lesser player, like hitting the over on something, that would their odds would be a lot higher or lower. Right. Like, I'm not getting the money for those odds. I'm just getting – I'm just hitting for the four picks total. Right, 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 money. right, right. They do but like, like – I can't, I can't yeah. make, like, a two like a two-leg parlay with, like, plus 1,500 odds and win 100 bucks on, like, however much that is. You know what I mean? Right, like, I'm only right. going to be able to do it, which sucks because it's, like, I would rather take my chances on a smaller parlay with higher odds for $5 yeah. and make like, – Yeah, it's you know tough I mean? because the only props that they have are, like, they basically just have whatever the lot their that player's line is, right? Line so is, like, right. I'll do so. Sometimes when I bet, I'll do, um, like somebody to score like twelve points or twelve and a half. Let's say that's our line, twelve and a half, right? That's what their line's going to be on underdog, and then on you know Fanduel or something that'll be like somewhere between minus one hundred five and minus one thirty, right? Right, right. But then sometimes I'll do. I'll do like I said, I'll do the ladder bet. So then I'll do okay, 12 and a half, but I'll also do 15 plus. And then that 15 plus will be some plus money, you know, like plus 180 right. or something like that. Um, so then it's like, but you don't get that on underdog, you only get what their line is, and you don't even get the variation between over and unders. 104 or 105 or 104, right. or like minus 130. 130. You just get yeah. that's just, it's just that's a single pick, right. And it's like yeah. maybe like I want to have something like some sort of way to increase my odds if I'm going to do a three leg. Cause it's like, dude, I'm hitting, 
a four leg parlay for like, I don't know. I usually throw five to $10 on, on my bet. So it'll be like four picks for a hundred dollars, but it's like, I could make different picks and do $5 to win $200. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Whatever. It's fucked. Especially with baseball. Like, there's so much more shit you could do instead of just total bases and strikeouts. Yeah, yeah. I like that strikeouts, especially the Garrett Cole. Look, I mean, I might take Garrett Cole Garrett, over Garrett on the Cole, strikeouts every single time he pitches. I, dude, that made me the most money on all my bets last year when I was doing it. Just because every time there's a Garrett Cole start, I'm like, all right, if he doesn't hit seven strikeouts, that happens like once every like maybe eight or nine starts where he'll have like a five, four or five strikeout game. Right. But like when he's pitching and he's having a good game, which is eight out of ten times he goes out there, like he's hitting his strikeout totals and sometimes he's smacking <clears> them. Like yeah. his strikeout line will sit at like seven, seven and a half, and he'll just end the game like a casual 12, 13 strikeouts. Right. In seven innings. All right. All right, so what are we talking about Champions League? Did we talk about this Liverpool game? No, we left off at the Bayern. <laughs> Liverpool beat Inter Milan 2-0 in Italy. Um, it doesn't really matter that it's in Italy. I mean, it does sentimental value, but it doesn't really matter as far as um, goal. points goal because away goal rules don't matter anymore. But right, both those goals were late, too. I think the first goal was like the 86th minute or something like that or later. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, I was watching that game. It was good. Uh, Liverpool looked really good. Next week, we got Chelsea and Lille. Villarreal host Juventus. Atletico Madrid host Man United, which is I'm really intrigued because it's fucking Ronaldo. Yeah. And it's Simeone. Yeah. Um, That's going to be a fun-ass game. I know, but the Man U are just so bad lately, and Atletico Madrid is like, I mean, they're solid. Pretty solid. Um. And then the other one that we have is Benfica host Ajax. That I think that's a good that's a good uh, pairing. Probably the most level game, honestly. I think Villarreal and Juve is going to be closer than people think. Yeah, I think Juve paper, is not though. as good as yeah. On on paper, Juve looks like they should run away with it because they're Juve, but like they're not Juve of the past. Like they're kind of having a down season. Anything can happen. Yeah, yeah that Benfica Ajax game will be pretty good. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be a really good game. Um, I like Ajax just as like a fun team to watch because they're always they just play entertaining football. Yeah, I like Benfica because uh, we used to have a Ben. I had a Benfica trainer when I was younger in middle school. Mm. We had so we got we all got Benfica kits and he came and he trained us and shit. It was dope. Oh yeah. Um. I was gonna say, do you want to make predictions? But we're all gonna predict. We're both gonna predict fucking Chelsea, Juve, Atletico, and then maybe that last game we would split. I'd probably pick Ajax, so probably you would too. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I would have the same predictions. Um, I'm sure one of those are bound to be a, a tie, or someone's gonna take a loss. Yeah, but. yeah. Salzburg and Bayern were the only draw this past week. Dude, I would love to, to see Salzburg fucking yeah, me too. Go through. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Salzburg going through would be sick. It would be sick. I love it, dude. Fucking I love Brendan Aronson, bro. He's my probably he's definitely my favorite. Dude, American. he just he just keeps succeeding, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. 
Like, like he has so much room to just like kind of stall out, but he just keeps getting going up and up and keeps like impressing more and more. Yeah, and it's like he didn't do he didn't go from like MLS to a big club or like MLS to like a shitty or not shitty, but like mid-tier German team. Right. Right? He went from MLS to the best team in Austria. So like you're on the best team in Austria, right? You're gonna make Champions League, and even if you're only there for the knockout rounds, okay, or for you're the group stage, whatever, you're still getting still that experience. Great, but then he's right. just killing it, bro. He's coming on the field, he's getting assists, he's getting goals here and there. Like he's having mm-hmm. himself a really good season, and he just got an assist against Bayern Munich in the Champions League. Dude, I think he's gonna be our one to watch for this upcoming World Cup yeah. on our team. I'm ex- I'm kind of excited about the World Cup. I think. I think Christian Pulisic, like he said something about this. I think he's starting to understand what that. I think he's starting to understand how good the talent around him is. Like he said, yeah. he was trying to force a lot of things, and I I saw it in his play. And I think that if I think collectively, if everybody on the pitch trusts the people around them and is willing to give the ball to the people around them, the U.S. could have a really good squad. I we think so to, too. We need to work on our like chemistry and like where what runs we're gonna make. And, you know, and just like the thing with the U.S. is like our first touch is never good enough. That's no, that's how that's I feel. Our, watching that is our soccer. biggest downfall, dude. Our, our first touch is never. Touch. OK, the On ball's the right at my feet right now. Playing. It's right. always right. OK. Take a touch I got I got to take another touch to like collect myself and like get the ball right. under control. And that's you um, have to, that's not the speed you can be at playing on a no. world stage, dude. No, not not if you want to win anything. Right. Yeah, maybe you can get there. You can make it out of Concacaf and make it to the World Cup, but you're not gonna you're not gonna get to the round of sixteen and beat a team with not being able to control your first touch. Right. That's, and that's just where soccer, we're at right dude. now. Right, and we've been at that for a while, dude. It's literally like I like you said, watching the men's team. It's like every time, like there's even like the slightest bit of pace on a pass, we're not having the best first touch, and then our second touch is oh fuck, I got to get this off my feet because I've got fucking three defenders on my ass already because they're professional fucking athletes the yeah. best in the world yeah and that's where we panic and we just can't hold possession yeah there's like a weird ego around u.s men's soccer as well i think because we're u.s we like expect to be good and we have been good in the past but like you still have to go out there and play yeah and like and sometimes try. when we play the scrappier Concacaf teams are like aren't as good we play down to their level, dude. That aren't as good skill wise. Like they just work so much harder than us. And like, I feel like I feel like our you our men's team like takes a step back and they're like, all right, you know, we can we can all chill, pass the ball. This will be a possession game. Like this team's not very good. Like, okay, maybe they're not very good, but they're fucking running hundred miles an hour at you. They're fucking going balls to the walls everywhere. They're chasing every fucking loose ball. They're scrappy as shit. So if you don't get your shit together and get a little aggressive, like you're gonna lose. And- yeah. And it's happened multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's enough soccer for this week. We're, gonna, we're not going to have any listeners anymore. Unless they like soccer. Yeah, I was going to say, except our soccer fans. Um, Moving on to our good old 10, 9, 8, 76s. we got All-Star Weekend coming up. Starts tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be uh, something fun to watch over the weekend since we have, like, no football to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ben Simmons is gone, baby. We haven't had a podcast since he's been traded. Like, it's crazy because I feel like it's already been like three weeks since we traded Ben Simmons, and I was like, oh yeah, we haven't even talked about this on podcast. Yeah, 
Yeah. So it literally has felt forever. I don't know why. So we've traded, we traded away Ben Simmons, obviously. We traded away Seth Curry. We traded away Andre Drummond. We traded away this year's first round draft pick. We traded away 2027 first round draft pick. And in return, we get James Harden and we get Paul Millsap. Not a very good trade, in my opinion. Not for the Sixers. No. No. Um, I I I just think that we gave up a little bit too much, right? Like you gave up, okay, Ben for James Harden is almost a one for one trade. Right. A lot of people are going to say, no, it's a. Whatever, Ben is like 25. He's one of the best defenders in the league. He's one of the like best ball handlers and passers in the league. Um, James okay, Harden again, plays he no can't defense. Shoot. James Harden plays no defense, and I, I tweeted about it. I think it's going to get under my skin. Um, he hasn't played yet. He's not going to play until after the All-Star break. Whatever, he was doing his hamstring thing, uh, even when he was on the Nets. Um, yeah. James Harden didn't opt into his, his contract extension. Um, so he's going to hit free agency. Yeah. I think he could opt in technically at the end of the season. If he wants to, I think there's like another small window for him to opt in, but we'll see, dude, he's eligible for the fucking five year, $270 million super max. Yeah. And I'm um, just fucking praying, praying that, uh, it doesn't happen. Yeah, because like I, he's, he's past his prime, dude. Like he is past his past his prime. But you don't want to do that to yourself. Five year, two hundred seventy million at thirty two. Now he's gonna be thirty three for next year. Yeah, bro. No thanks. Um, his opt in. If he if he did opt in, his salary next year would have been forty seven point three million. Damn. What I would love. What I would love is James Harden. Resigns in Philly, but for less, like you know, instead of forty-seven, maybe forty-five or forty million, and then got to somehow find a way to get rid of Tobias Harris because he is not producing what he's getting paid right now. He's getting paid way too much for his right. production, um, and then that'll free up a lot of space because we gave him a fat paycheck, and then maybe we could bring in a third superstar. Dame, nah. Maybe you want a big like a four. Yeah. Yeah. Or or a bigger or or a three, a four or a three. Um but I really I really like Tyrese Maxi. I think he's super legit. I think he can be legit. So if we have Maxi and Harden at the one and the two, give me a really solid three. Or you know, give me a solid three. We'll throw somebody in at the four. Who the fuck cares? And then we got him beat at the five. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's like the perfect fucking recipe for a super team. It's what every big team, big market team's doing nowadays. Yeah. Or at least trying. Yeah. We'll see. I hope we can do something. I would, dude, I would, I would love like Jason Tatum and put him at the three. Yeah. There's, he would never do that. I don't think. Yeah. Go from Boston to Philly. I don't think that's happening. How's Boston looking right now? Are they are they having a? They're good okay. Year they just fucking shitted on us. Really? They just made. Oh we, yeah, weren't they up like seventy at one point? No, that was fake news. I saw this dude tweet: Sixers are losing by seventy, and it was a fifty-point game in his screenshot. Fifties, you know, that's a lot. It's a hefty number. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, we got fucking toasted by them. They hit twenty-five threes in the game. God damn. The Sixers made 23 field goals altogether. 
Holy shit, dude. Yeah. It was like one of our worst games of the season, plus one of their best. They had 25 fucking threes. That's all Whatever. right, dude. The- Literally the night after that, they lost to the Detroit Pistons. Oof. So, sports, man. You know. So that means the Pistons are better than the Sixers then, huh? Apparently. <laughs> Sorry, dude. The Knicks man. lost. Knicks gave up a 28-point lead last night and lost. Um, Dude, I know. I was seeing on Twitter before I went to bed. It was like, all right, uh, like, okay, maybe the Sixers got fucking smoked, but, like, the Nets are losing to the Knicks. So, like, whatever, you know, not that bad. And then I see the Nets won. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude, it was bad, bro. Uh, the way Tom Thibodeau is, like, managing minutes for, like, our younger guys is, is really bad. He's not giving – them nearly enough time on the court and like dude he's given like Taj Gibson like fucking 30 minutes a game and it's like bro why three, three years ago maybe but like why now we have we have great young talent why are they not being being used right now I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make that last that 12 spot dude make the playing game it's that bad like they just they just like find new ways to lose every fucking time every night. Yeah, they've been stumbling for sure. Let's see. Let's look at the standings real quick in the East. The Knicks sit in the twelve spot right now. Oh, you guys should be good there though. You guys are thirteen games back of first. The Pacers are eighteen and a half, so you're five and a half games ahead of the Pacers in thirteenth. Yeah. I would, rather, I would honestly just almost rather not even making that and fucking having to play the playing game because then it's going to be like, all right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You have to make up. You have to be in 10th to make it to the play-in. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. So you're 13 games back and the Hawks are in 10th. They're nine and a half back. So you're three and a half games back from a play-in spot. Oh, Better get tank, it together. The, the tank is coming. I nah, can you can't it. tank, bro. Dude, that's what you you think, and then it's like, have you met the Knicks? They've been doing it for twenty fucking years. Yeah, no, you guys are too good to tank. You guys have twenty five wins. There's three teams that are worse than you in the East right now. There are five teams in the East that don't have twenty five wins. The Trailblazers, you and the Trailblazers, have the exact same record. Yeah, let's get Dame to New York, dude. I think that would solve a lot. I would love Dame in Philly, Tom, but... I Tom mean, Thibodeau, I think, needs to go. Yeah, probably. It's just Didn't so he just win coach of the year or some shit? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He had such a good first season, dude, and then it's just been so bad this year. Complete opposite. You know what's funny, though, is that I wanted the Hawks coach to be coach of the year last year, and he's not coach. He they, They're not doing very good this year. They're 28 and 30. They're not even 500. Yeah, that is weird. They were like the same. The Hawks and the Knicks literally played playoffs last year because they were like pretty much the same team. Like just kind of like the surprise. Yeah, you like, guys saw them in the first round, right? Yeah. Yeah. What else uh, What else we got on our, our documento? Um, so just like Sixers in general, I don't know. We better get a fucking championship. Um, Maury, uh, Daryl Maury, he's Sixers GM. He said that he has, um, a backup big coming in the buyout market. Apparently don't know who it is, but 
Apparently, really. apparently there's a backup big. Yes, yeah, so like players can like buy themselves out of their current contracts at this time of year, and then they become free agents and they can sign new contracts with new teams. Hmm. It's a pretty interesting concept. Um, because yeah. that was my biggest thing, like trading away Drummond. It was like, okay, like he's no world beater, but like he's the most competent thing that we have as a backup center when Joel Embiid's not on the floor. Right. Um, but we'll see. Maybe we get another big. Get the Bucks tonight. Milwaukee Bucks. Hopefully, when you guys listen to this on Friday, we we get a win. Um, fly guys, they're zero and three since the All Star Blake and All Star Blake All Star break. Yeah. That includes an overtime loss to the Penguins. We were up by two. We give up two goals in twelve seconds, going to overtime and lose. Yep, sounds about right for the season of. Uh, yep, Claude Giroux. I saw that he's going to be meeting with our GM about. Uh, trades. Um, oh, really? He the the Flyers have given his agent the green light to go try to find a trade for him, uh, like find a team that would want to trade for him, so we can go to like a playoff contender and like try to go win a championship. Right. Um. So he's played 988 games as a Flyer so far. He will we need have 12, played we need 12 more. He will have played his 1,000th game four days before the trade deadline. That's interesting. Look, if we're going to trade him, at least let him hit 1,000 first. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you got to get him to that 1,000th game. Right, like, just get him him to 1,000 and then let him leave. But here's the other thing. His contract ends this year. So whoever is trading for him is truly getting a rental of Claude Giroux. Pretty much for the playoffs. Yeah. So what if he, what if, what if he got traded? Conjure goes wins a championship. He doesn't. But let's say he wins a Stanley Cup because that would make this story better. And then whatever Philly gets some assets for him when they trade him, contract expires. Then he comes and he signs in Philly for a little bit less than what he's making right now. That would be that, so dope. That would be that would be awesome, dude. I would love that. That'd be best case yeah. scenario. But that's literally best case scenario. All right, you got your ring. Come back, sign with us, and take a little money, a little pay cut, and see what we can do. Yeah, and whatever. You took a three-year hiatus to go play with another team, and three-year, three-month hiatus to go play with another team, and you know, take a, make a run at a Stanley Cup. When obviously we weren't going to do that. Welcome back, our captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Haven't even named a captain since you left. Nope. We just had a bunch of A's on the ice. Yep. Whatever, that'd be, that'd be cool. That's all we yeah. got on the Flyers fucking front because they're terrible. <laughs> Cassandra and Alyssa are uh, at a game right now. They got club seats. They got, like, box seats. Ooh. Yeah. Who are they playing tonight? I have no idea. That's Let probably started by now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're there. Who are the Flyers playing tonight? The Flyers. Are playing the Capitals. It started at 7 p.m. and we're losing one nothing. It's a good game. Oh, yeah. Uh, my cousin's one nothing so far. Not bad. My cousin lives in Hawaii. She's here in Jersey for now, and her husband bought tickets for this game, bought club seats because he does everything extra. Like he does everything at the next level. Yeah. Um, and then he had to go back to Hawaii to work and shit. So now he he's gonna be there. But then Cassandra got invited, so. Lucky here. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Club seats and watching the Flyers play. Yeah. He's a big hockey guy. He played hockey all through college or high school. 
That's cool. I always uh, wanted to learn. Yeah, he he was a goalie. Goalie's probably sounds the most fun to me, honestly. I'd love to be a hockey goalie. Just fucking skirt okay. back and forth and roll around yeah. and block pucks. Yeah, yeah like Waldo and, and Chell. Yeah. So <laughs> he stinks. I want to be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to the NFL, and then we'll get out of here. The, the Los Angeles Rams. They won the Super Bowl. Frat um, Stafford has himself a ring. You had him. You had them in the draft. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I beat you on lineup. So today I went and I looked at our teams list for last week that we drafted. Um, and I crossed out all the people that we had the same. Yeah. And left over was on my side, Cam Akers, T. Higgins, and Kendall Blanton. And on your side, Joe Mixon, Tyler Higby, and Evan McPherson. Tyler Blanton, Higby didn't even play. Near Blanton, he might have played, but he didn't get a single catch. He had no points. So they both were zeros. I had Akers had 21 rushes, three catches, 14 receiving yards, 21 rushes, 21 rushing yards. Um, for a total of 6.5 points. T. Higgins had four for 100. So that's four points for his catches, 10 yards for 10 points for his yards. He had two touchdowns, six points each is 12. And DraftKings gives you a three point bonus for 100 receiving yards. So another damn, three points son. is 29 points out of T. Higgins snapping. God damn. And then you had Joe Mixon, who had four points for his passing touchdown. Um, 7.2 for his rushing yards and 5.1 for catches and receiving yards. And then a total of 16.3 points. McPherson had two extra points for two points and two field goals under 39 yards for three points each. So eight points, you had 24.3. So my two, I had 11.2 points more than you because T Higgins snapped, had himself a day. Yeah, T Higgins went off, dude. Although I didn't give you any credit for the one passing yard that Joe Mixon has. Oh, yeah, that's right. Those are worth on, uh, 125th of a point. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. Like yeah, those Joe are worth point, point zero two five points or some shit. Like point zero five, 0.04 points. That's what it is. All right. I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. Man, All right, so you still lose. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, you yeah. lose by 11.46 instead of 11.5 or some shit like that <laughs> i'll take it um cooper so cup went bonkers cooper cup went bonkers won himself the mvp everyone's saying that aaron donald should have won mvp and cooper cup like wasn't really worthy i don't know cooper cup snapped day. Yeah. yeah i think it is a toss-up too give him the super bowl mvp he should have deserved the regular season mvp too he did dude uh, Aaron Rodgers definitely didn't deserve it. Brady had a better year than Rodgers. Yeah, it's I don't understand it, dude. I just don't. Yeah, understand I, don't, I don't understand how these it decisions get made. Um. So moving on to next year, what do you think about Miles Sanders? Um, I think it it all depends on how Jalen Hurts turns out. Yeah, but I think know, I want to trade him. Who, Miles Sanders? Yeah. Does he have any value right now, though? Like He's got to have some value. I feel like not much, though. Like He's, he's been, had flashes, though. Injuries injuries have fucked him bad, dude. 
Yeah, so that's your cell. That's your cell. Um, He's not injury prone, but he has had a couple, so you take him. Well, what are we going to do, though? Just run Boston Scott out there? That's all you need. Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, don't fucking sleep on him. Um, and Jalen Hurts is going to be the leading Hurts, And then Jordan Howard. Yeah. Or go sign like a Leonard Fournette in the draft. Or in the draft, in free it, agency. It, I was going to say, isn't Leonard Fournette going to Leonard Fournette's a free agency. We'll get him. I would, I would, I would trade, you Miles trade, Sanders trade Miles Sanders, sign Lenny, and have Lenny, Boston Scott, and Gainwell. Boston Scott runs fucking hard downhill. Like he'll yeah, run he through does. a motherfucker's I mouth, love bro. Boston Scott, dude. Yeah. Me too. I'm a big Boston Scott fan. Like I wouldn't um, be upset if he was just our guy, like our workhorse guy. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. I'd be um, so cool with that. But if we did trade Miles Sanders and then we did end up signing Lenny, I would be happy with that too. <laughs> or drafting like a bruiser. Yeah, but I'd be fine yeah, with trading I mean, Miles Sanders. I just I don't know. I liked him. I liked him a lot. I was hyped for him. I he, kind too of, much east and west, and not enough north and south. And he's always say, always trying to juke people shady. out and be a little too yeah. too fancy. And like it's just not working for him at this level. Yeah, like, oh, no, maybe I, you can make college dudes that. miss, but like you know these NFL dudes are a little bit better, built different. Um, Wentz. He's going to get the boot from Indy, apparently. You think? Yeah, that's all the rumors are. He's getting the really? boot. Yeah, yeah. Where do you think he ends up? I don't know. I think it's really, su- it's really surprising to me that he's... They're giving him the boot. Yeah, he's had, he had a good year. He had over 3,600 yards this year. I think 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Pretty yeah. decent passer rating. Um he had also with no like they had no receiving core except for Michael Pittman. Nothing. They had Michael Pittman, right? No tight ends. Everyone else was bumps. He had like a just as good of a season as Josh Allen. Yeah, I saw he, that. Josh Allen had seven more touchdowns, but seven more picks. Yeah, um, so out. And you know, Wentz had a better completion percentage, better passer rate. Um, he had a better year than Derek Carr, he had a better year than Ryan Tannehill. And now they want to either cut or trade him. Really surprising to me, especially because Frank Reich is there, and Frank Reich was with Wentz in Philly, in Philly. his borderline MVP season. Right. And they kind of took on a lot, like having him like come in. Yeah. Like money, like financial And no receivers. Wise. No receivers. Yeah, dude. But you have a great O-line, and you have a great defense, and you have Jonathan and Taylor. Right, you you all your offense needs is a receiver and a tight end, and you're gonna have a good offense. Like Carson Wentz can, if he has the tools, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's kind of up there with like the Brian Flores firing, dude. Yeah, that makes yeah, no I sense. agree, I agree. But where will Wentz end up? That's a good question. I think a great landing spot for Wentz would be Pittsburgh. Denver. Ooh, Pittsburgh. I can see Pittsburgh. I think Denver Pittsburgh, too. Pittsburgh and Denver are probably like the one and two. If I had to, if I, I don't think Tampa makes there. sense. I don't think Wentz isn't a good enough passer to fit that offense. You don't think so? Nah, he's not accurate enough. Yeah, Wentz is good think- and like he can like move and he can create, but he's he's not like pinpoint accuracy. And I think that's yeah. what that's what they need in Tampa. They need a true um, pocket passer that can just sling the rock. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty much Tom Brady's system. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Bruce Arians, so that's what he likes. We'll see. I don't even know if Bruce if Bruce Arians is going to stay there now with no Brady. Yeah, no. Godwin no tore his ACL. He's gone. Wait, who tore his ACL? Godwin. Oh, that's true. Yep. I was going to say, did I make that up? Pretty big, pretty big thing to fuck up on a podcast talking about sports. I, for some reason, I thought you said not after he tore his ACL. I was like, did Brady tear his ACL? <laughs> what the fuck? No, I just retired. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be um, interesting to see who ends up there. I don't know. I got one last thing on here for you. All right, hit me. You want to trade Mac Jones in Dynasty? I put him on the block. Yeah, what do you want? Um, I probably want a quarterback, but I just don't want him. I liked him more in the beginning of the season, and I just don't see any fantasy value in, in him going forward, like coming from a quarterback. Like, I don't want to wait for him to see if he pans out. So I put him up on the block scene if someone would take a chance on him. Um, so maybe more – like, I haven't looked at anybody's teams, but I definitely am interested in a quarterback situation. All right. It's, uh, it's Foot Clan, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. What about Matt Ryan? Um, no, I don't think Matt Ryan really has – any value either he has what about matt ryan in a draft pick what kind of draft pick you talking not a first but obviously not a first who else you got on your quarterback uh, depth chart uh maybe Derek carr do you want him i might take Derek carr no i don't think i have Derek carr actually in this league i think i lied about that um foot clan Yes, you did put him on on your thing in in there. Okay, Justin Herbert, don't even fucking think about it. Nah. Matt Ryan. Sam Darnold. Oh god, that's tough. Um I don't know. I'll think about Matt Ryan in a draft pick, but right now I'm leaning probably not on that. All right, Matt fine, Ryan dude. Has, Matt Ryan has nothing to help. No nobody to help him, dude. He has Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Coppins is great. He's all right. I had him last year, and I think that. Yeah, he no, no, but he's good. The touchdown just didn't come for him for Kyle yeah. Pitts. Yeah, but true. that means that they also didn't come from Matt Ryan. Right, and he's on his way out. Yeah, no, Matt Ryan had a pretty bad year. Um, but he usually does like his years are like back and forth, like good year, bad year, good year, bad year. So next year he'll probably be good. Um, I, yeah, I was, I literally at the end of the season was starting Justin Herbert and then in my super flex, a, a wide receiver. Right now it's Hunter Renfro. I mean, yeah, I probably would have went with him over Matt Ryan in too. The last week of the season, week 17, it was, I had, I had Hunter Renfro in my flex. Um, Matt Ryan had, had, Hunter Renfro had 17 points and Matt Ryan had 5.5 and Sam Darnold had 0.9. Yeah, it sounds like Sam Darnold. So in my – I had Chase Claypool put up 3.2 and Javante Williams put up 3.7. Those are the only two people that I could have subbed out that Matt Ryan would have done better than in, like, by what, a point? Yeah, not two even points. anything. Right. Yeah, I'm good on Matt Ryan. All right, but are you sure you don't want him? <laughs> yeah, I'm positive. Six, just he had 29, 21 back-to-back weeks. Look at that, 28. 
Yeah, that's about it. If you had Derek Carr, I probably would have taken like Derek let's look, Carr. Let's look at 2020, rounder. dude. 24, 29, 31, 17, 22, 27, 21, 19. So he's due for a good year. That's what I mean. Every other year is a good year. Yeah, but I'm going to get one good year for 10 years of Mac Jones, who could be spectacular. I don't think he's ever going to be spectacular. What if he's the next Tom Brady? You don't know that. Tom Brady wasn't much of a fantasy stud when he was a Patriot. That's true. I, I just feel like it's the Patriot system, honestly. Yeah, it's just the Patriots, and I think Mac Jones had a promising year, and I think um, he'll probably be okay for yeah. a while. But I think that, you know, even if he does finish as, like, the number 20-ish quarterback every year, you know, I you know as a super it's not, flex, it's better yeah, it's than not a bad super flex. No, nah, the number twenty quarterback. I'm sure that's a fine super flex versus, you know, the number thirty something wide, wide receiver, receiver or running back. Right. Because we already have two of each of those plus two regular flexes. Yeah, that's true. Hey, maybe you just talked me into holding on to fucking Mac Jones. Oh, no, you're supposed to trade him to me. <laughs> I hate uh, this. <laughs> you did it to yourself. You talked me into it. All right. Should we get out of here? We got anything else? Nah, let's get out of here. Y'all knuckleheads, go enjoy your weekend. Um, Probably only one episode this week, right? Because our other ones. Nah, fuck. we'll put them both up. You're going to get a short All one right. on Monday, but. uh, it, That just stops abruptly. Actually, it stops. I'm going to look this up on Google. And then nothing else happens. Like, it just stops after that. Yeah, so I was still talking about Subaru Park and their capacity. 18,500 people, more than the 10,000 that I initially guessed. There you go. Enjoy your weekend. Be jolly. Spread some love. Do whatever brings you energy. Yeah, whether that be coffee or rubbing one out. Who knows? Or, yeah, you know, I was thinking more like, you know, helping an elderly woman across the street. Maybe that brings you some energy. <laughs> Donating or something like that. Um, your time or, you know, giving old clothes to goodwill. Maybe that makes you feel good about yourself. Or maybe yeah, you just want to jerk off. Whatever. If that's your thing, <laughs> do that, too. We won't judge you. Doses. Praise. <laughs>